Welcome to The Catalyst, where we explore creative ideas to spark innovation in an unhealthy healthcare system. I'm your host, Dr. Lara Salyer, a physician and mom of three who is reimagining the way I practice medicine after suffering and overcoming burnout. Join me as I teach you how to optimize flow and catalyze your own revolution in healing. Tune in for candid conversations with leading experts in conventional and holistic healthcare who dare to believe a better future is possible for all of us. Life is made of teeny catalytic moments of immense impact. When strung together, the transformation is magical. Join us and let's color outside the lines. Hey, welcome to this solo cast episode of the Catalyst Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lara Salyer. I'm going to get right into the nitty gritty. I want to talk about ghosting. Yep. Is it your patient or is it you? It's a question that has five answers. I'm going to give you five tips that you can look through the systems of your clinic practices to see if you are contributing to your patient's ghosting and what you can do about it. So ghosting by definition is this disconnect with integrity, saying you're going to be where you're going to be and you don't show up or you don't respond. And often it's easier as a business owner to just ignore it and attribute it to the patient or the client. You might think they just don't have their life organized. They're just not going to prioritize this. Much easier to just dismiss it as a them problem when it actually is an us problem. I would say 90% of ghosting is because of the practitioner's systems. And there's a lot of ways that you can streamline your operations to make this really welcoming and easy and diminish this ghosting risk. Let's start at the beginning with packages. Now, many of you know, when I opened my business six, seven years ago, I started with packages like most functional medicine practitioners. It seemed like that's how you do business when you're outside of an insurance-based platform, you you offer packages. Maybe they're time-based, like six months, and it includes a few visits. It includes some supplements, or maybe it was 12 months, or maybe it's just a three-visit package. Whatever the package is, it felt like, to me, a promise that I had to uphold. And actually, it felt paralyzing. I quickly saw the gamut of behavior that packages encourages. First of all, you've got those patients that forget they bought the package. That happens. And six months later, they're messaging you saying, oh, I forgot. Can I just get a refund? I never came. I never cashed in on any of my advantages or or visits. Or the opposite. You have a, a really motivated patient who, instead of taking six months to achieve goals, they're better in two. So now what do you do? I felt unethical keeping their money. That just is not the kind of medical services I wanted to provide. Or what I saw commonly is your body is like your home. And much like when you go to renovate your kitchen and the you know construction worker is bashing through those kitchen walls and they see black mold, that's unexpected. That's going to change your budget. You're going to need a little longer time and more capital to go through this area of the home. Your body is the same way. So I would have patients come into my services excited and motivated, and then we would uncover mold, mycotoxin. We might uncover Lyme or postural orthostatic tachycardic syndrome, all these other things that 
they had no idea was going on. So then what happens after a six-month package? I have to sell them another one? This feels really wrong. Enter membership. This is why I started membership. It allows me to match a patient to the level of need that they can afford and that they need. So we use the MSQ, which is a standard medical symptoms questionnaire to give a rough draft of what level of membership might suit them. But all along the way, they're invested. I thought, there we go. That's going to solve my ghosting problem. And guess what? It doesn't. I mentor practitioners every week. And ghosting is a problem. We live in a busy life. Patients are busy. They're often carting children back and forth to school. They're working. Um, they have five different inboxes. Messages will get lost. Emails will go unread. So we need to tackle this problem. Because sure, 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 we can say our patients and our clients are busy and they're ghosting and it's up to them to cash in on the services that they're paying for every month. But I would like to caution you on going the easy route. I would invite you to dig deep in this episode and go over the five ways that you can make your ghosting percentages go down and how you can make your clinic services, the most welcome and inviting place for patients to get care. So let's start with the most common. Number one, reminders. We are living in a technology world that has a plethora of opportunities to remind patients of appointments, right? Everybody knows that you get an email reminder, but is that email going to an inbox that your patient is going to read? Or did they give you one of their throwaway email addresses, right? The ones that they give to Nordstrom or Sephora, they're never going to read that inbox. So they never see the reminders. Double check that when a patient's giving you their email, that it is the primary inbox that they will check. Even with that, we're busy. They may not have a time to check it often. So make sure you're not just sending one reminder, you send a few. I send three one at the initial confirmation, one 48 hours prior, and then one about an hour prior that gives an emergency number in case they forgot completely so that they can text me. Also, think about other ways to remind. Now you can use SMS texting, depending on your EMR platform or your scheduling app. But that's another great way because, you know, studies are showing emails are becoming passe, like Pony Express. Most people will open up a text, but won't sit down and read their email very often. So those are some ways that you can really fortify your reminder automations. Look at how they're being sent, how frequently, and what modality. Okay, let's go to number two. Number two is regular communication. Are you communicating regularly to your patient members? What I mean is we don't want to become that app that we downloaded, right? And it's running in the background of our phone and we're being charged like 99 cents a month and we had no idea. And years later, we've paid like a hundred, hundreds of dollars for this app that we never knew we had. That seems very uh, void of integrity, let's just say. And again, now not how I want my patient members to feel. I want them to feel like they are absolutely welcomed. This is an intentionally curated process, grown over years of other patients' suggestions and feedback. So 
What I invite you to consider is a weekly communication with your patient. And it doesn't have to be anything huge. It could be a small newsletter only for your VIP members. Just giving little tips, tricks, thoughts, a quote, something you learned from your recent conference, something that you found really tasty when you tried a new recipe. It does not have to take longer than 15 minutes to type out. Send a Loom video in this email. Or if you have bulk texting capabilities like I do in my EMR, I remind my patients every week where I am at at open office hours. For those that have been with me, they know I've ran these group visits for over four years and it's been playfully expansive as I've tried variations on a theme. We've had guest speakers, we've had um, workshops, we've gone through cleanses. I've repurposed information I learned from a conference. Uh, I've helped my patient members through COVID. Um, all of this done in a group setting. And I do them so that patients can learn in between the office visit, but also it provides that welcome atmosphere as I am on Zoom. Now, this used to be done in my office before COVID, but now it's more convenient. My patients have said they like the Zoom option. So every week they get a reminder that I'm here. And it's optional. They can pop in if they'd like, but it's a constant reminder that, yep, they're paying for this service. It's a great way to get that support when you need. So look, how are you reminding them that you're in their life? What kind of regular communications are you giving them? Do you have a private Facebook group that you can pop in once a week? Do you have emails you can send out? And if you're really busy and you're thinking, I have no time for this, you certainly have staff that would be happy to take some of your golden gems of thoughts that you say and put them in a weekly newsletter of sorts. Consider that. You'd be surprised how much more patients will come to their visit and be engaged. Hey, have you visited the Catalyst Way yet? It's an online hub designed just for you, where we spark your creativity, passion, and flow to build your own self-expressive medical career. There's so much to explore inside the Catalyst Way. If you're a functional medicine practitioner, check out our Catalyst Studio Mentorship, your gateway to membership micropractice, with everything you need to grow and scale your functional medicine business, including private mentor sessions, masterminds, access to quarterly legal lounges, and much more. Or peek inside the world's first digital subscription delivery box service that delivers monthly content to make your functional medicine clinic run effortlessly, including customizable infographics, SOPs, templates, and hand-selected mastermind recordings. Or maybe you just want some entertaining and useful CME. You'll find that at the Catalyst Reclamation CME online course. You'll learn neuroscience behind burnout, embrace flow, master your calendar, fortify boundaries, and transform your burnout into boundless energy and joy using our three-step AHA method. It's approved for 10 hours of AMA Category 1 CME. Use the code podcast for 10% off. And because I'm a practical mom of three, guess what? The Catalyst Way also has tons of freebie content too. My favorite is the Catalyst Compass Quiz, which matches you to an ideal jumpstart strategy to find your spark. But I also love the free Catalyst Calendar Time Management System and Functional Micropractice Checklist. It's all here at the Catalyst Way. Visit drlarasalier.com 
forward slash catalyst to start coloring outside the lines. We're creating empowered, self-expressive clinicians as catalysts who lead healthcare transformation. Are you a catalyst? Visit drlaurasalier.com forward slash catalyst now. Number three, how convenient is your services? And I struggle with this. This is not easy, right? We want an app for everything. And you may, good for you. You might have an app for your services and have everything under this app. That's expensive, but it's doable. A lot of us don't have that capital. So I suggest then rather than having one place where you make your appointments, another place where you check your electronic medical records, another place where patients find community, and then a different place where they find their online courses, that's me. As a very practical Midwest mom of three doctor, when I started, I wove together technologies to make it work. And now, you know, technology is advanced. There's a lot of technologies that uh, if you're a practitioner and you're listening, that will combine them all under one umbrella. Absolutely go for it. My web though is so expansive that for me to go into those services, like go high level is one of them, highly recommend. It will have everything there you need. So move into that, go for it. For me, I was able to be very creative and weave a tapestry that has everything in one place. So if you're a practitioner like me, who's been doing this for a while and you're seeing all the fancy, shiny new tech options, but you're thinking, I have so many links out there to all of my little things. I can't possibly undo it all. Here's an option for you. I have a hidden page on my website. And what I do is I make buttons on that hidden page that link to everything patients will need. So it links to their portal. It links to my calendar. It links to my terms and conditions, the suggestion box. They can put a suggestion in or if they have if they have a question or they need support, it links to my Zoom room for open office hours. It goes to their full script account. There's all these like a dashboard of buttons, which is fantastic. And anytime I have an announcement I want to make that is only for my patient members, I put it up there at the top of this hidden page. It's great. I went one step further and turned that link into a QR code and put it on keychains. So every new patient gets a keychain from me when they are a member. And I tell them, this is your key right here. Scan it with your phone and you're right into our members only dashboard. So they only have to go to one place. It has videos to show them how to redeem their coupon code to get their prepaid visits redeemed. All these things are there at one spot and it has immensely helped. It has significantly changed my practice because now patients feel like they've got it all under one place. It's harder for them to forget how or where to find me or to download or all these things that happen. That's a lot of work. So use technology to your advantage, create a private little web page, and that allows your patients to know where to go. They don't have to remember anything other than head to this one area, your patient home. Number four, and I can't emphasize this enough, ask for suggestions. Ask for feedback. Do you have a suggestion box in your office? Great. Do you have one virtually? Great. Do you read them? Please do. 
But remember, don't read them until you're centered and grounded, right? Sometimes feedback can feel prickly, but it's an opportunity to grow and show your patients you're listening and you want to create this experience that is specific for your community. So make sure that you have a digital subscription box. Also, you can put that same link in your email footers when you sign off in your signature. I have a suggestion box that is a Google form and it will ask what is something that is working really well for you? Because I like to know the good feedback, right? What's a takeaway from your recent visit that stuck out? What's something that we do really well? You want to always leverage those strengths, but then I really grow most from the critical feedback. So I'll ask, what is something missing? What, what are you disappointed about? Look at the wording that you use around this feedback because you really want to pull those out of a patient. And I always thank them. After I receive any feedback, I thank them, especially the tough ones, because it takes bravery for a patient or client to move forward into that invitation and give you critical feedback. So whether you agree or disagree, don't get defensive. Always say thank you. Thank you so much for taking that time. Because whether you like it or not, they're trying to help you. They're trying to point out things that don't work. And I am grateful. There are so many times in these last seven years where I had been so excited about putting a link up or a video or something. And and it would stay there for months until one brave patient would tell me, you know what, that link was broken or it moved or it didn't download correctly. And I thanked them profusely. So now it's a lot easier. My patient community knows the kind of practitioner I am. I love this feedback. So consider having a suggestion box in your services in multiple places, and especially at transition points. When patients are done with your membership, I have three different levels, and often patients will join my highest two, and then when they're done, they graduate down to the bottom level because it allows them to sustain their motivation, to continue reaching out if they need help. Um, it's like a soft offboarding. They're still with me. They still get discounts on supplements at a lower level, but it's a great way to fortify their efforts. And that way, if things go sideways and they get stuck again, it's much easier to get them back into the fold. But at that pivot point, when they're downgrading from their highest level of membership to this bottom level, I always ask their feedback. What do you hope to get in this new level? What did you not get in the high level? Is there anything we're missing off the mark? And a personal satisfaction is to see the more you ask for feedback, the fewer and far between the critical feedback becomes because you're really addressing these suggestions with earnest. Okay, and I left the most important for number five on how you can avoid patients that ghost and how to help them embrace with your services. The fifth reason and solution that you can start using to help patients avoid ghosting is psychological safety. Many of us don't realize the unspoken feelings and words and attributions that we give to a healthcare practitioner. And some patients feel like we can do no wrong, that we're not human, that we're always perfect, that we expect them to listen 100% of the time and do all the things. And admittedly, that used to be my truth. 
When I was in conventional medical care as a family medicine doctor, we were graded on how well our patients listened. How many mammograms did they get? Did they get their tetanus shot? How low is their A1C? And so I had to push and be more aggressive and really command adherence in a way that just felt kind of bossy, but real, you know? Now in the functional medicine setting, I'm a partner with my patient. I'm here to help. I'm here to be your cheerleader. I'm here to guide and show you the areas of blind spots, but I'm not here to command and I'm not here to demand anything other than your best effort. And some weeks, that best effort isn't so best. It's barely there. And that's okay because we're human. So I emphasize creating a safe space to acknowledge this with all my patients. I like to have videos where I'm showing them their labs with, with my face on screen and going through what that means, letting them hear my voice on, yeah, you know, that's that lab level isn't that important. Don't worry about that one. But this one is really important and here's why. And it helps them understand and I invite feedback and questions so they feel safe. This is part of their learning. Having a body and having health problems with that body is a personal experience. It's very private. Many of us feel like we did something wrong, right? It's sort of like going, actually, the, the biggest similarity is your bank account or your finances. How many of us love to go to our banker or our financial planner excited to hear what new fresh awfulness is happening, happening with the economy and what's happening to our finances and maybe where we didn't budget smartly, right? They're, these are private personal topics for many people and they feel invested, ha, pun intended, on their finances. Our body's the same way. So as you partner with your patient, look for ways that you're providing psychological safety so they can open up and understand that, yep, you could do everything right and your body can still have some struggles, but I'm here to help. So there we go. Five ways that your patient might be ghosting you and it's really something that you can fix. And let's review. Number one, are you setting up reminders for their appointments? Number two, do you have regular communication? Number three, do you have one place that they can go and find everything they need? Number four, do you ask for suggestions and feedback? often. And lastly, number five, are you creating a psychologically safe environment? Thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, share this episode with a colleague. I love helping practitioners use more creativity in healthcare and less burnout. So if you'd like to work with me, sign up for a brainstorming session. I'd love to hear what we can do together. Have a great day. Thank you for listening and subscribing to the Catalyst Podcast. My vision is a world without burnout, and my mission is to teach 1 million medical professionals how to tap into creativity and flow to increase joy and well-being. We all deserve a medical career that is self-expressive, unique, and creative. You can help by signing up for my newsletters. One of my highest values is gratitude, so I love giving back. And each newsletter is gamified. The more you share, the more you win. It's easy to sign up. Just go to drlarasalier.com forward slash win. Thank you for coloring outside the lines with me.